Hello, everyone, and welcome to Life Redefined Podcast. I'm your host, Tiffany Nicole. This podcast is dedicated to encouraging women who have experienced pain and brokenness, reassuring them that they have the power and strength to redefine their life and be healed, renewed, and restored. Welcome to the show. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Life Redefined Podcast. If this is your first time tuning in, thank you so much for choosing to listen in on today. And for everyone else who's been following, welcome back. For those of you who haven't already done so, go ahead and follow the podcast. You can also follow me on Instagram at Life Redefined Podcast or my Facebook page, Life Redefined Podcast. So it feels so good to talk to you all again. I know it's been a while. Um, I hope everyone had a wonderful holiday. I know that it may have been a little different for many of you because of COVID. Um, some of you couldn't gather like you really wanted to or travel like you desire, but I hope that you did find a way to make the holiday memorable for you and your family. Um, I am so excited because today I have a special guest joining me on this episode. Um, her name is Jacenia Rosado. She is not only um, a public school teacher, but she is also an entrepreneur. She is the owner of Jezra Photography and she is a fitness enthusiast. Um, I've had the pleasure of working with Jacenia for many years. Um, we work at the same elementary school, and she is truly loved by staff and all of the students she comes in contact with. They simply adore her, and her photography skills, y'all, are on point. I highly recommend her to anyone who is in need of professional pictures being taken, whether it's engagement photos or wedding pictures or family photos, etc. She does it all. Um, when my father turned 70, we hired her to take the photographs for the party, and she did a phenomenal job. Um, we were beyond pleased with her work. So without further ado, here is my conversation with Jacenia. <laughs> Jacinia, thank you so much for joining me today and agreeing to share your story with us. I am so excited. Um, I wanted to connect with you because I've known you for years and I've always admired your strength and your drive. And I've watched you through the years um, redefine your life in so many ways. So I know that your story will definitely inspire others to press forward and become the best versions of themselves in spite of what they've been through. So let's just dive right in. You ready? Oh, yeah. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited that you started this podcast and I'm excited to be a part of it um, and definitely share my story and help out whoever is going through something similar or has gone through something similar because I know that um, definitely there is a light at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> definitely a light. Yes. It's just a matter of getting there, right? Yes. <laughs> so I would love for you to um, just share with us a little bit of um, your history starting back um, when you were married. Yeah, so um, I was married ridiculously young. So <laughs> I was married at 21. 
Okay. And um, my first boyfriend, first love, and, um, you know, um, everything was great. Um, so I thought, and um, I won't even, to be honest, it was so many years ago. I don't even remember how many years we, we were exactly married. I think it was close to maybe 11. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Um, and then, you know, throughout the years, obviously, life and adulthood um, mm-hmm. started to kind of um, interfere and um, eventually just the communication. And um, I think as, a, as, as young as I was, I started noticing that just things weren't just not clicking and... Um, for me personally, and I wasn't getting what I think I needed as a wife and as a partner in this, you know, partnership of marriage. And, um, and then I think that's when I think started to really like, uh, fall apart. Mm -hmm. And then eventually, um, it just started coming down. So I think we, we're still living together, but separated for, uh, I want to say two years. So it was kind of a long process uh, mm-hmm. to finally finalize the divorce. And it was amicable at that point because the the rough part of it, you know, had um, gone through, we had gone through it together at that, at that point, we had no other choice but to go through it together. Right. Um, and it was it was definitely difficult because, you know, um, one person that I had spoken to um, after the divorce, it's almost said to me, it's um, it's like you're grieving the death of someone, but the person is still alive. Yes. You know, yes, and definitely. yeah. And you're like, you know, you really don't know how to, um, you know, you have those uh, stages of grief. Yes, you go but through all those stages. You do, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. You go through the anger and the disappointment. And then you just don't, I think for me, I don't know in your case, but um, because they're still in your life at some, you know, in some aspect, you just, mm-hmm. it, it kind of like you relive that. Yes, and, definitely. You know, you just don't get out of that grieving cycle. <laughs> right, right. Um. So for for us, um, in that sense, it was really difficult. So I know we got divorced like October. It, it was in October, and I think I moved out November. So okay. you know, we had to do it. I had to do it quickly, just for my sanity and his. And um, you know, it was like I said, it was amicable at that point. But you know, at the end of the day, it's a divorce. <laughs> Right. And as much as you want it to be very amicable, it's the end of something that you never wanted to end. Exactly. It's the death of something. It's the it's death, the of, death of love. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Yeah. So after the, you know, after your, your divorce, it's like you're, you know, you're, you're mourning this, that, that, like you said, it's something you never wanted to end. It's not something you expected for it to end because you go into marriage expecting mm-hmm. this to be forever. You know, this exactly. is your partner. This is your teammate. This is going to be, 
your ride or die, right? This is exactly. this is who you want to be there for you in in the good and the bad. I mean, that's that it's in your vows. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but um, it it doesn't always work out like that, and and I think nowadays, especially, um, it's so important for um for your own for your own mental health to to make a decision that unfortunately it's not something that you necessarily think about when you're getting married you know is this Mm -hmm. this is a decision that we're gonna have to make because I love me enough to walk away from something that no longer will permit me to be who I need to be Mm -hmm. um and will allow me to love my partner the way I know to love my partner Mm -hmm. it's not it's not working um I'm glad that that's what I had to do Mm -hmm. yeah I'm sorry I'm glad that you mentioned you know um you talked about your mental mental health because I think a lot of Mm -hmm. times people stay in things too long and it's really toxic and it does a number on you mentally um, yes. And, mm-hmm. and so the fact yeah. that you can identify that, okay, something's not right. I need to reevaluate some things. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's one of those things where, you know, um, even though it was, you know, I was fairly young at the time. Um, I mean, you know, obviously years had already passed, but I realized very quickly that there is some there was something that was just the math wasn't mathing, right? Like there was just something that was not working out. And, and it just wasn't making me feel as though I was in a true partnership. And, um, you know, I, I am very fortunate to have come from a family that um, I'm very fortunate that I came from a family that is very family oriented. I have parents that have been married. They just celebrated uh, 39 years of marriage. Oh, wow, congratulations and to them. <laughs> I know, they are so cute. <laughs> um, and they, they definitely will tell you, we do not have the perfect marriage. And I've seen it. I've lived with them. You know, I, mm-hmm. I've, I've heard and, and experienced the good and the bad. Um, but you know, their, their, their generation perhaps, or their, their culture perhaps, mm-hmm. um, you know, has allowed them to kind of um, maintain their relationship and work through um, all the great, right? All the, the mm-hmm. stuff that they had to work through. And um, it's just one of those things where I saw that as my main example in life. And I knew that that's what I wanted. Right. And I knew that having a partner that was going to, you know, me being that kind of partner would be able to um, kind of see through the, you know, be able to work through the the issues, you know, together. As long as the other partner is willing and able to, to to work with you exactly um, you can't fight in the ring by yourself you have to exa- have that exactly <laughs> fight with you mm-hmm. exactly and I think that's where the 
I think that's where the downfall came in my marriage where, um, you know, I feel very confident tonight, today in saying that I sleep very well at night because Mm -hmm. I know I did everything I possibly could Mm -hmm. to um, uh, save my marriage, to be able to, you know, um, I did everything that I could to, to work with my partner and see if they could be salvageable but it wasn't and when I when I saw that when I came to the realization I was like man um you know I did a b c d e f I mean I went down the alphabet trying to figure Mm -hmm. out what possible steps we can make to change our dynamic to to see what can be fixed and nothing was able to be fixed then I said then then let me remove myself from the situation because I no longer serve a purpose here Mm-hmm. and 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 it was it was hard it was one of the darkest times of my life because you know and I think I've I've spoken to you about this I know I've spoken to a really good friend of mine about this you when you get married especially as a woman mm-hmm. you kind of in a way lose your identity as yes. a person you become this mother, this wife, this, you know, partner, and you as an individual, you kind of get lost in the sauce, right? You just, mm-hmm. um, you, you don't, you no longer know exactly what it is that you like to do <laughs> right. or what, you know, you just become so acclimated to this dynamic of a family of this partnership that um and that's great I'm not saying that's bad but Mm -hmm. sometimes we really do lose ourselves and and I'm like and now I'm faced with getting to know who I am again right so how did you um how did you get your identity back how did you you know once you realize wow who am I like I have to get back to to me yeah what did you do what were the steps you took well one of the things that one of the things that I had tried to do with him um Mm -hmm. that I knew that was that I was hoping could kind of um bring us together was um go to the gym together and we tried going to the gym together um and it and it worked out or whatever we did it a few times but um that definitely became an individual activity. And okay. um, once that happened, um, and once the, 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 the relationship started really falling apart, I started using the gym as mm-hmm. my therapy session. Okay. <laughs> that, was my, <laughs> that was my escape. That was, I mean, some people go to the bar and they mm-hmm. drink their, their worries away and hey, that's, that's, all, that's cool. Whatever you do, that's fine. Um, mm-hmm. a little destructive, but fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> but you took the healthy I, way. <laughs> I did. I decided yeah. to take the healthy way. I started um, going to the gym almost nearly every day. And wow. to be honest, it was just my escape from having to go home. So I would go to work, change at work, and then head straight to the gym because I would spend an additional two hours there. Um, mm-hmm. And that would just you know, take me straight into the evening, I would go home, eat something, you know, and then go into my into my room. And, and that kind of started off this like, 
you know, unraveling of, of Jasenia. Like I started feeling a lot more confident. Um, the benefit of going to the gym, obviously, is you start feeling stronger, you start feeling confident, you start losing weight. Um, you start thinking of, wow, I didn't think that I can, I can lift that, you know, or, right, right. and I just, I really love pushing my body to the limit. I love um, seeing what I can and cannot do. And it was just a challenge. And I personally, I, I do love a challenge in every aspect of my life. So to me, it was just kind of like, almost like a, like an endorphin fix. Like I just needed to go more and more. So, um, so that's what I did. I, I started going to the gym often. And then after that, I, you know, I got a nutritionist and, um, then I, then I got a trainer at the gym because I started going to the classes more often and I met, you know, great friends at the gym and, um, and I mean, nobody knew what I was going through. Everybody was just like, oh, she wants to, you know, lose weight and get in shape or feel strong or whatever. And that was perfect because then I can still kind of compartmentalize my life, right? I was mm-hmm. still going through this horrible, dark <laughs> experience in my right. personal life. But then this was my escape and I could just be who I wanted to be and laugh and, and sweat it out at the gym. Yeah. And it was just so freeing and release, you know, it was just like nice release and, um, and I loved it. So that was a great way of starting to like regain my identity. And believe me, <laughs> working out was not a part of it before. <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely not a part of it. Um, I know my mom always like would how me like, let's go walking, let's do this, but it was not my thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I loved it and I fell in love with it. And well, I just want to say you look great. Oh, thank <laughs> you. You look amazing. <laughs> you know, because, you know, we work together. So uh-huh. I've seen your transformation and I'm like, oh my goodness. <laughs> she looks amazing. I mean. I still got a lot to go, girl. <laughs> listen. And when that time comes, obviously you go right to your car and those gym, those gym clothes. Yep. I'm like, oh, she must be going to the gym. <laughs> I still go every day. It became a routine. It became a part of my day. Like I, even though, you know, it's been six years since I've been divorced and I still literally, that is my routine. I go to work and I go straight to the gym after that because it's just become part of, it's still a part of my therapy. It's my, it's my escape. It's my way of releasing the stress from the days and I, I needed to kind of like balance my day, you know? Yeah, yeah. So I love it. I totally understand that. Um, I shared on a previous podcast, you know, I signed up for kickboxing classes. Yes. Um, right before I got, a little bit before I got divorced and then, you know, continued after. And when I say it was such a release and yes. it just, like you said, it's therapy, you know, I would do mm-hmm. those round roundhouse kicks and, you know, yes. I would you know, just release that anger. And it was just so Mm -hmm. therapeutic and healthy at the same time, you know? Right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. You just, it's really a Mm win-win. So I don't, you know, I definitely recommend um, some type of, and I tried other things. Like I did yoga um, Mm -hmm. and um, I I did like, it led to me to like, um, I went to Puerto Rico one, one year, um, after my divorce and I was able to zip line 
and do things and do activities that I previously wouldn't really do, you know, because right. I would be too like intimidated to do it or or not obviously not fit enough to do it. Um, but those are the things that I was able to do. And that in itself was just so incredible because now I'm opening myself to these other experiences mm-hmm. that I previously didn't have. So I just, you know, it's it's amazing how one thing, one one bad thing, right, mm-hmm. could lead to so many beautiful, amazing experiences thereafter. So exactly. that's how that's how I started to re um, define my life and and who I was at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, um, you know, even when I was separated from him, although we lived together. Um, which was tough in itself. Um, I can imagine. I was taking, yeah. <laughs> was, girl, it didn't matter how many bedrooms you had. <laughs> wow. You could only hide out for so long. For so long, the right? presence. The presence mm-hmm. was there, you know? Exactly. So, um, so even when I was there, like, I was taking um, Portuguese classes okay. online um trying to learn a different language um and then that's when I really started taking on um my photography classes okay and that's when um I was still kind of very kind of new not new because I had taken photography classes when I was in high school Mm -hmm. but that was like (laughs) And decades ago so I I needed to kind of get up to speed with the technology and um I found this like really you know simple course online and um it was you know like a pdf it wasn't even like video like how they have it on now I tell everybody just youtube it you'll be fine um and I started taking these these classes and um I fell in love of again because I've always loved photography it's always been my way of expressing myself and and I did it and I was able to um I was able to complete the course Mm -hmm. and thereafter um saved up as much money as I possibly can so that I can buy a camera and then when I bought the camera um one of my um best friends she's like my sister was pregnant Mm -hmm. and um I took her pregnancy photos and then a friend from school actually uh, another teacher her friend was getting married and asked me if I can take pictures and Mm -hmm. um I said, sure. And I took <laughs> pictures. <laughs> um, so I kind of like fell into wedding photography mm-hmm. that way. Um, and one thing led to the other. And now I have my photography business. Well, you take amazing pictures. You really, uh-huh. you know, cultivated Thank that you. craft. Yeah. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. Amazing I appreciate pictures. it. Our family Thank was you. very pleased when you did my, my dad's own pictures. Yeah, well, phenomenal. Yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I love it. It's definitely one of the highlights of of being, you know, of doing what I do because you you get to take pictures of the happiest moments of people's lives. Yes. So, <laughs> to me, it's kind of like. Um, 
like the end of a rom-com you know like mm-hmm. you always get the happy ending and right. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah. just, like I'm so fortunate to be able to see this you know meet these amazing people that I you know all my clients have been absolutely incredible and then to see these couples like just you know see them from when they are engaged to um to then afterwards you know they're going through the whole process and then all of a sudden they're married it's just so incredible so um I absolutely love the to be able to capture those moments for them yeah it's like you experience their journey along with them absolutely yes (laughs) oh fun (laughs) yes Uh, so let's talk about dating um Mm -hmm. in a previous podcast (laughs) I was sharing with um you know, the listeners, how nervous I was um, to date after my divorce, because, you know, the dating scene seemed so crazy. And um, mm-hmm. I had heard so many bad dating stories. So mm-hmm. um, I was just wondering, you know, how have you navigated the dating scene? Or have you at all? And mm-hmm. what advice would you give women um, who feel like they might be ready to date um, or open to seeing what's out there? Yeah, it's tough, right? Because (laughs) (laughs) the whole new world. (laughs) It it is. I think it's just putting that aside, the fact that it's just a whole new world. Mm -hmm. Just, you know, you got the technology aspect of it. Just put all that stuff aside. Mm -hmm. You, you, you know, we're at an age... That tender age. That tender, beautiful age where we're just coming from backgrounds that inevitably, right? Mm -hmm. You're just going to inevitably whoever you you do end up with, Mm -hmm. you're it's they're gonna come with some kind of baggage. (laughs) Yes, of course. Um Mm -hmm. It's just because there's just life, you know, we've all experienced some kind of uh, grief and Mm -hmm. and one way or the other. And um, I think that um, I think that you have to be very patient with yourself when it comes to experiencing or allowing someone into your life um, again, Mm -hmm. because. I know for me, I'm I'm very I'm a very private person, and I'm also very guarded. Um, and it and it has nothing to do with bitterness. It has nothing to do with um, uh, you know, not wanting to experience love again. I know that that's it's it's definitely there. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of, you know, it's kind of like a protection, right? You want to be right. able to. You don't want to go through this again. <laughs> exactly. You want to protect your heart. Mm-hmm. You want to protect your heart. And and nobody got time for this <laughs> at this age. <laughs> at this age. Exactly. No time for foolishness. Age, uh-uh. We no time, time for, for games. This. No time for games. <laughs> keep mm-hmm. it straight. Keep it real. Or keep it moving. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because we just don't have the time or the energy for it and you know for myself I am a full-time teacher I'm a full-time business owner um you know it's so hard to even consider you know allowing anyone in but when you Mm -hmm. do 
it's such a beautiful thing. You know, mm-hmm. it's such a beautiful thing to allow that person to share your life with that person. And I think, I, I think um, my advice would be to be very um, patient with yourself because I think because of our previous experiences and our, and our grief, we could be mm-hmm. very, um, what's the word? It could be very, we could be very easy to pass judgment or okay. even comparison. You know what I mean? Like, oh, mm-hmm. this is a, you know, this, this is, this sounds very similar or this is very similar to what I experienced previously. No, you know, mm-hmm. and, and that might not be the case. You know, it could just be that um, that person also is experiencing something that we don't know about. So I think patience and patience um, is key to any kind of relationship that you want to be open to because patience with yourself and patience with the person that you're allowing yourself uh, to be open with because um, it's just it's just one of those things that uh, you're you're just going to have to kind of test the waters and see what's right and and listen to your inner self right at that point at this point in our lives we know Mm -hmm. we know what's right and what's wrong we know when things aren't right and um that's that's your clue to just head out (laughs) (laughs) don't ignore those red flags right oh yeah yeah (laughs) do like do that uh that meme like with spongebob i'm gonna head out (laughs) because because this ain't this is just not this ain't clicking so I think that would be my advice for anyone that's um looking to get back out there and date and you know just and be communicative you know communicate with that person um but be patient uh that's that's my key be patient that's good 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 advice yeah thank you yeah thank Thank you you so much for um you know, taking time out of your busy schedule to talk to me. But before we go, I um, mm-hmm. I just want you to share um, your social media information and contact information oh. with the listeners out there. So, you know, so they Thank know you. how to get in contact with you just in case yes. we need some photos taken yeah. <laughs> for a special event. Some wedding photography. Wedding, I mean, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> so please share. So you can find me at, um, my IG handle is Jessra, J-E-S-S-R-A underscore photos. Um, and my Facebook is Jessra Photography. Um, and that's pretty much all I'm at, where I'm at right now. I think TikTok is the same, but uh, I'm pretty much, uh, IG and Facebook. Okay. And I will put your information also, um, you know, in the write-up in this um, episode. So I'll make sure it's there. Thank you. I really do appreciate it. (laughs) And guys, please don't hesitate to book her for your next event because you won't (laughs) regret it. (laughs) She's amazing. Yes, yes. Thank you, thank you. (laughs) Yeah. So thanks again. And to all my listeners, thank you for tuning in. And I'll be talking to you soon. Mm -hmm.